Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly. How low can we go? 44%. If you don't know who it is, it's me, Grocery Boy. <laughs> Ding dong. Ding, you're dead. Ding dong. You're dead. Uh, house, 1985 or 6, depending on <laughs> which year you, you prefer, because it's, it's a coin toss. I don't, my mind doesn't accept this movie in the same year as Friday Night. I'm calling it 86. We'll call it 86. And if you're listening to this on Facebook, which I know a lot of you are, because I look at the data, and again, (laughs) Texas is still holding strong. Howdy, y'all have the best queso. And because of that, y'all should comment what year you think this movie came out. (laughs) Because you guys settle it. The group. They'll know. Someone will know. Well, also. Uh, sure. The group recommended this one. We throw it back. We threw it back to the group. Yeah. We didn't for a couple of them. We, it was rocky. It was rocky. Yeah, we screwed up. We we go <laughs> back to the group. We have you guys vote on it. And again, you pull through with yeah. another classic masterpiece. Like, neither of us had seen this. We all obviously knew it existed. But um, I just be upfront. I, I Like, anyone who's listened to the podcast for any time knows I'm not a huge horror comedy fan. I just, I appreciate them when I think they're great. But, like, it's not a genre I'll, I'll seek, right? So I just don't, some of these miss my radar. And I am so surprised by what this actually turned out to be. I cannot wait to talk about this. So, and for, you hadn't seen it either. No, I've, I only knew about the poster, which I think is really awesome, of just like the, you know, severed hand ringing the doorbell. Incredible. Visual. I also watched, I forget what YouTuber it was. It was maybe Joe Blow. I think they have a horror mm-hmm. section. I, I think they did a dive into House, or maybe it was House 2. Uh, but I didn't remember. I didn't retain any information, so I got to. It was great. I got to go back into this. Amnesia worked completely fresh. So, for those of you who don't know anything yes. about house, which a lot of you probably do, so we're the ones late to the you know fashionably yes. late to the party. Uh, it's about a Vietnam vet turned horror novelist returns to his boyhood home to find that it has been invaded by ghosts and ghouls. Directed by Steve Miner, who's directed a handful of other movies. Yeah, these are interesting credits. Friday the 13th, Part 2 and Mm 3, Lake Placid, Halloween H2O, Warlock, one movie we're not going to talk about, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, story by Fred Decker. Yes. Uh, If you know, everyone knows who Fred Decker is, Monster Squad. Uh, He also did, um, I think he did uh, a couple of my favorite Tales from the Crypt episodes. I think he did all throughout the house, the Santa Claus. Yeah. Santa Claus one. Which we watch party. Yes. I think that was. Back in those days. I think that was him. It was either him or the guy who did Forrest Gump. I know that guy did a handful of them. (laughs) I I always get their episodes of Tales from the Crypt mixed up. Music by, Mm -hmm. and if you're a horror fan, you've heard this music before. You've heard this name before. Harry Manfredini. And if you live in L.A., he every other weekend, I think he's signing CDs at Dark Delicacies, I think. Go see him. Yeah. Um, and his, his music's great. In fact, when we went to Secret Movie Club at the Vista to see... No, no, no. It was at the... God, where did we see Jason Lives? I was at the Newark, I think. Yeah, they were playing the Harry Manfredini music, and I remember, yes. the, I remember the atmosphere there. Like Incredible. it, it, I just, I, it, it just made such an impression. The on music me that. was so good; it, it almost killed Jason himself. Remember when the guy fell off the stage? That was my favorite thing. <laughs> that was <laughs> he's an unstoppable killing machine, unless <laughs> unless his vision's obscured by a mask, then he's completely fucked. Yes. Um. Okay. So order of discussion. Order of the court. Yes. Order of the court. Yes. 
Uh, this one, the order, the order in the court for this episode is a little different. Like mm-hmm. usually, we have a couple things. You know, we really liked you know this actor or this you know this visual. Mm-hmm. But I want to kick it off with what I'm calling the Carnival of Souls effect. Now, this is something that you actually invented all those years ago when you turned on the TV late at night and discovered the free movie that is it's no copyright. You can just watch this movie anywhere. <laughs> right. uh, Carnival of Souls. Yep. So you woke up, you put it on, and you had this kind of like mystical yep. viewing experience, right? Yes, totally. It's Yeah, it's the classy version of the adult swim effect <laughs> where it's three in the morning and you, you all of a sudden wake up because you fell asleep five minutes earlier and you're totally disoriented and they're showing you something completely weird on tv yeah this was like a magical it's disoriented but it's also like really unsettling right and not a lot of horror can get down there and really unsettle you like hereditary can right right and some things and that's the experience but you had that with this was just so yeah so like the, the the way the carnival of, of effect carnival of souls effects kind of worked to me is so like we were watching this and you know like alex and jenny were in the other room you know they ordered some chinese food like they were talking and we were just kind of just like watching it and you know laid back and I realized like halfway through the movie that I felt like I was and this might sound so weird, but I felt like I was watching the movie as like a teenager on like a Saturday morning. Amazing. And I don't know why. Like, you know, right? I'm thirty years old, right? you know, not you know, it's not Saturday. We watched it on a you know a Wednesday, <laughs> right. Wednesday night. But the right. movie played like something I would have watched if I had, you know, had a you know, if I stayed the night at like a friend's house and you know, we were up all night gaming and the next, you know, morning we wake up and we just turn on the TV and this movie was on. Incredible. It felt like that. And I don't right. know why. Right. There's something weird about this movie, but a great way in a good way. Yeah, no, good I'm weird, with you <laughs> totally. where everything like, the it's way like you're describing like horror Narnia. And, yes. And you were like in horror Narnia for a minute for there, some reason. You don't know why you were there. I think it might've had to do with like how this movie keeps unraveling itself. Like it's weird to say that like the only way I could describe it is it's just like, it feels almost kind of like a video game almost where like you're exploring, like I'm playing Elden ring right now. And like, you know, you go and you discover a bunch of stuff and you fight stuff. And the pacing of like finding a new cave, finding a new monster kind of felt like this in the movie. Like every time midnight hit, something came out of the closet. Yep. Uh, midnight hits, the kids getting dragged away by these two little ghouls. Midnight hits, yep. you know, his quote wife is this big fat witch yep. who's coming after him, you know, sw- and then, you know, uh, the midnight hits, uh, gardening equipment is trying to hunt him down like <laughs> that was incredible there was just wow. something the, the way the movie just unraveled for me just felt so weird but like interesting that yeah. i haven't had that kind of experience in a while and totally i don't know man i'm so i'm just so glad they voted for this movie because <laughs> it was an experience man you you know what's weird is you and i had the same experience that's so weird <laughs> because i didn't know that you were feeling that way when we were watching because what i was thinking when i was watching it was do you remember I was telling you about Project December? It was that kind of the thing where you, they invented an AI where you feed it some sample texts of things, mm-hmm. and then it can imitate the thing, right? Right. So if you gave it three, you know, John Carpenter interviews in Rolling Stone, it could do John Carpenter interviewing Rolling. Oh, that's in Rolling easy. Stone. That's easy. It's just, it's just, it's just, you know, you know, lights cigarette, <laughs> takes long drag, <laughs> cashes check, like that's. I'm that's right. John Carver. Yeah, that's I, an easy one. I'm right. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. You might be an AI. I'm not. I'm not convinced you're not. So the, right. So like that's the idea was they were doing this right. So I was thinking about if you took 
what what I think everyone who was making horror movies was trying to accomplish, which was to build a franchise, begin a franchise in mm-hmm. the 80s, right? If you took Nightmare 4 and, you know, like Leprechaun 2 and, you know, something something really good, like, you know, let's say, whatever, The Ring, and you put it all in into this machine that could imitate it, what would you get? It was the franchise stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was looking at House and how unique it is. Like, I know it turned into a franchise, but, like, this thing is so unique. And if you took this and other, like, weird movies from the time, it's way better experience. So I think they were trying to be franchises back then, but as time goes by, it's going to be the houses that win and the Friday threes that lose. Right. Right? Like, you're, it's, you, then you wanted to be the person who made Friday three. But I have a feeling, like, ten years from now, you're going to want to be the person who made the houses of horror. Does that make sense? Yeah, I can see that, yeah. It's just the uniqueness of it. And you were feeling like it was making you time travel. <laughs> there was just... And it's because it's so unique. This movie's not built. It's There's gaps to where it's built. And it messes with you, and you're disoriented, and all of a sudden you're like 15. <laughs> but it's it's disorienting, but like it's also really pleasant to watch, right? Because this this is a pretty bright movie. Like it's not oh there's it's not like you know the lights go out, and, you know they hold up one candle and they're you know right. going around the corner to see you know some monster in their face. Yep. Like this is a, I mean he even has a wall of lights and cameras to shine on the closet. Yeah, no, the he has a home out. improvement Wilson relationship with Norm or George <laughs> Went right, like and they're just standing in broad daylight for so much time. Mm-hmm. This movie is very sunlit. It's weird. No, I I I love the way this movie looks i love the way this this movie feels and i don't know man like part of me wishes and i kind of want to make this a goal and i because i i think i feel like i say this for every episode we do for how low can we go but like i would really love to find movies that are on our radar on the way down Mm -hmm. that we can experience at a screening because now that the movie theaters are opening Uh, back up like that's right like you know like there's a couple different would that be yeah like there's a couple movie marathons that are you know on the horizon that we're kind of looking at but then there's also like you know i was just like in los Feliz, like that movie theater opened up and like they had a big line outside and i was like what the hell they show and i think it could have been like some kind of like 80s most of the time i think it's like some kind of 80s thing because i think the cinematic void dudes run out of there now now that the egyptian got sold yep but um I just, I, I, for some reason, I was just watching House thinking, like, man, like, I love this. Like, I'm loving this movie. Oh, I am a, I, I'm 100% certain you're right because we've run this experiment already. Because my experience of Life Force would be way different if I had just seen Life Force on your computer or yes. whatever than the way I saw it. But, what's funny, but so when I was watching it, like, I was thinking, like, if I was in the theater, I knew when the moments the theater would cheer. I knew in the well, moments when the theater would laugh. So a lot of the times, like when uh, when the cops come over, I know that time would have gotten a real sure. real rowdy experience. Um, the the first attack would have been great. Um, anytime, the anytime, whole audience would have shouted "Norm" as soon as George Went showed up. Like everyone would have done it, right? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, God, there was the one scene when uh, the the neighbor was like, "Do you want to play?" And everyone thinks they're gonna go like have sex, but then she like brings over her little boy to like watch. Like that would have been a great. It's scene. that pan down is so evil. Yeah, anything with him would have been great. Like there's just a lot of like a you know, a, uh, applause kind of moments totally. that you could see just like translating. And I also think 
part of the whole Carnival of Souls thing is like Carnival of Souls feels timeless. Totally. This movie has a timeless quality to it. That's there so are there are like some fashion like it's actually <laughs> the guy, the fashion in this movie is kind of great. Like I love the guy's sweater, <laughs> but then it cuts to this really deep brown V so sweater. Weird. And, you know, he's just bare chested. Yeah, um, very strange. So, like, that stuff looks kind of dated. But overall, like, the feeling and the atmosphere and the vibe and the energy and the way the movie unravels and the story itself and the creature designs, like, they don't feel that dated. They they just feel really fun. And there's something that, like, encapsulates that energy when you have that much fun. Yeah. You know, Life Force felt a little dated in some scenes. There was, some, totally. there was some, you know, but still a great movie. But this one just... But it, it was the theater experience. That's it was what I'm the saying theater. is imagine having that experience, but with this movie instead of Life Force. Like, how big that would be for you. I, that would be... I would, first time to experience. So we should definitely disagree for some of the rest of the how low can we go. Because the quality is going to dip. So we got to bring the experience up. <laughs> Possibly. You know what? I'm a, we should reach out to Cinematic Void. I bet, like... Hey, Who's going to screen the 0%? I'm that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I got to ask him. I got to ask him. Like, hey, what you, even will you, that cats, be? you cats run this operation. Here's the deal. We need to know if you have Dracula 2 or 35 millimeters. That, who's the Ascension. Who's you, got that? You, who's got that? Anyone? Can you screen? Do you have, then you have the disappointment room or whatever. <laughs> um, so that's, that's order of the court. Yes. That's the first order of discussion. Uh, the second order of discussion mm-hmm. is what we <laughs> everything is an effect everything is the blank of yeah that's, that's weird kind it's of butterfly effect this stuff because uh, this movie had a great effect on me whoa <laughs> matthew lillard effect yes so this the the leading hunk in this movie what's his name william cat william cat you of greatest american hero and carrie fame carrie is carrie is where i i recognize them carrie uh carrie's date uh with the beautiful beautiful curly hair mm-hmm. um but he came on screen i was like that guy has a face. Mm-hmm. I've seen that face somewhere. And then mm-hmm. when you said Carrie, I was like, I trust this guy with my life. <laughs> I know this guy's. I know this guy's totally, yep. gonna be great. Yeah, he's good. For um, me. He, I won't get hit by the bugger for sure. Describe the Matthew Lillard effect because we've actually had a couple discussions about Matthew Lillard himself. We were actually toying about doing an episode <laughs> dedicated to Matthew Lillard. Hundred percent. A couple weeks ago. Hundred percent. Like that was it was, because. First of all, it's an expectations game going into it. This is not what I expected. I expected right. something closer in vibe to Chud. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I got, this was epic. I mean, there was an epic from below shot of the house when he's hanging by his fingers that looked like it belonged in Hellraiser 2, but more beautiful. (laughs) And you see the body fall all the way and hit the rocks. I couldn't believe it did it. I mean, some of the visuals. I thought they cut away. And I did not expect to be blown away by house 85 slash 86. 86, 85. First of all, I I knew I would have fun and I was hoping that it would it would you know become a great experience but i didn't expect it to just be mind blowing in parts right because right. it's just house but for what's going on here so i was wrong and that's amazing so that was an amazing effect but then to have the part of that be that a lot of this plot is weirdly dark <laughs> way unnecessarily dark to one side and then way strangely goofy to the other and to be the kind of actor that can straddle that, there are not many that can do this, yeah. right? There, there are not. Peter Cushing could do it, right? Matthew Lillard could do it. But I really was getting like, this is the Matthew Lillard of his time. Like, William Cat is nailing this performance. He is not phoning it in. I was looking up his background and instantly was blown away if this is true that he was a close runner-up for Luke Skywalker. That's insane. <laughs> right? Which is incredible. That's insane. The fact that that, right? This is just amazing. But he really does this amazing job. And then he's called upon to make 
the most insane transitions, like transitions that Tarantino character would make in Kill Bill 2 <laughs> from like babysitting to trying to slaughter creatures from the next dimension to inappropriately hitting on someone to like, I don't what's going on with this. It's insane. This, what they asked him to do and that he sold it only someone who just like is a, I don't like so authentic could do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And he did it. So I think that's amazing for one. <laughs> no, I thought, I thought his acting uh, was great. Like I trust like, it's, it's, it's so weird. Like, I'm, I'm like now reflecting mm -hmm. on it, but like I trust him. Like, like if I'm in a house with him and he's got a, you know a bunch of cameras and a shovel right. and a harpoon gun that's not in you know Harold's hands, you know I feel pretty comfortable. Well, he makes so many terrible decisions, so we shouldn't trust him, but we do. Like, I mean, that's one of them. The, the uh, he's attacked by a not subtle creature, and his response isn't to like relocate to the next city or call in the national guard or whatever a rational response would be his response is to go into his home depot of his time or radio shack or wherever he got and get like a ton of camera equipment take on the creature by himself with not telling anyone that uh, the sarlacc lives in his closet <laughs> yeah. i actually i actually think his first thing he did was went to bed because like it's midnight <laughs> It's midnight. Oh, he opens right. up the closet, and then it cuts to the next day, and he's walking out the front door. And I remember kind of thinking, like, you know, if I got attacked by a creature, right. like an eight foot creature with you know, you know, twelve inch claws, it'd be really hard to go to sleep. Like, I, I would be really right. He seems more disturbed by George Went than than by yeah. The he just creature. keeps annoying him. He's like, hey, can I come have coffee? Can you sign this? Can you sign this for me? <laughs> I love George Wett as another person that can only do what he does. And he does it here. There's this moment where he just goes by and he's just talking to his dog and he's just like, if something insane is happening and he's like, looks like it's fun to be a writer huh? <laughs> to his <laughs> just, dog and just walks away. And it's the most beautiful moment in cinema. <laughs> I love when, I love when he, uh, when he first meets him and he's like, Hey, are you that writer? And he's like, yeah. He goes, can you sign my book? And he just pulls out like the pages of the book from his back pocket. Like, it's not like a, you know, some people, you know, some people carry, you know, paperbacks, you know, in their back pocket and they're a little beat up. But this was just legit, like 36 pages of his book. Out of order. Yeah, out of order. And he like drops them and he's like, oh, you know. And like, he just happens to have. I mean, that's why you felt 15 when you're watching this, because there were some things the movie was doing where an adult brain can't process the transitions yes. that, are, that are happening. You have to be 15 to understand. And there's a lot of, um, you know. Well, that's the, that's the second word discussion is him. Okay. Um, before I get to the third one, though, yes, uh, the way the movie shot, there's a lot of really interesting shots, and in there. there's there's some pretty shots. Like mm -hmm. there's a there's a shot where like they do like a little dolly move with like the the fence in the front and the house in the back, and it's like a really really gorgeous yeah, shot. Yeah, I remember you, that we both were like wow at the same time. Yeah, that that was really great. The the, the Vietnam stuff was kind of <laughs> hit or was a little hit or miss. Hey, Rich Richard Ball, that I. I was all in to see Bull go full like Oliver Stone Platoon Three. He was great. You you met you you kind of compared him to Gronkowski a little bit, like with yeah. Dad. It was like what it would be like serving with Gronk in your unit would be. But he, so first of all, he actually sells scary because he's going to become I forget the name now. What the 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 soldier? What's the big banner? Big Ben. So he, right, I think that's what one it is. of the monsters had a working bow system. It said on okay. On well, that's so. horrifying. But but, <laughs> but check this out. So like this this guy. He's he's he was on Night Court, right? And there's this amazing detail about this is what made him famous was Night Court. 
So they cast him. <laughs> this is why he's famous. They cast him on Night Court because they needed a guy who would loom over everybody else. Everyone at Night Court is like 6'5". <laughs> just randomly, everyone they cast, John Larroquette, Harry Anderson, everyone's a fucking giant. <laughs> so they were like, they had to get someone really tall. So he got the job and became like famous because they've just wow. be- I mean, how amazing. That's awesome. He does He does have a huge presence <laughs> in this movie. Like He does feel like a big, yes. a big, a big dude. Um, but then there's some shots like, uh, particularly in the beginning, during his book signing, it's a lot of people mm. looking into the lens. And there's just, there was one guy, he signs his book and he just walks away and he goes, I'm going to cherish this for a long time. <laughs> like, I really, I thought that shit was kind of funny. I thought that was kind of a good microcosm of the whole movie because, you know, like when Rob Zombie does this with Malcolm McDowell's character, it's so preachy. Every mm. character that he meets at that book signing, Malcolm McDowell's character meets at the book signing, is supposed to emotionally make you feel some way about like what's happening. Like, right. Malcolm McDowell sucks, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? This one just let it play out. I feel like they might have just had random people walk up and improvise. Yeah, it just. What <laughs> they were saying because it was really chill. Like someone came up and it was just like, "Thanks," <laughs> just walked away. Like there was screen time devoted to politeness. There was, was a lot of. It was very just like organic, interesting right? characters. Yeah. But it was the organic feel of it is something you would never get in a movie that you see in 2022. No, but then the second shot, um, Mm -hmm. immediately after his book signing, they do this like really long take of him and his agent walking down the street on the opposite. They're like on the opposite sides of the street, and it felt kind of like a Brian De Palma kind of thing. Like they really hung with them, and that's a long sequence. They're they're just talking about their books and what he's going to do for the next one, and how he's going to go to this house. And meanwhile, you just have two lanes of traffic constantly going in front of the camera. I want to know why they made that decision. There's got to be a way to find out why that shot was made that way. It was so unorthodox and cool. Yeah, I I I really dug it. But there's there's a lot of really good. visuals in this movie and you know a lot of the times when you think about these like kind of when I, when I think of movies of what I thought house was like mm-hmm. I usually don't think of great cinematography I usually right. think of like oh they usually have a cool monster design or maybe yep. there's like a cool score it's but... gonna feel like cheap Ray Harryhausen <laughs> yeah 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 but like this one like there was a lot of like really really nice super well done artistic touches throughout to- throughout the whole thing totally was and even the way they were framing characters when they were interacting with each other or whatever, it usually in these kind of movies doesn't, they don't bother to make it. it some of it looked really crisp. Some of it wasn't like Dutch angled or anything, but it was just, it was, it, it felt like you were just there with them. I don't know how it it's was pulling it off because Dutch it's angle. such a weird movie. We got, well, no, this has nothing to do with it, but Alex was rewatching Bridgerton season two. And at the end, <laughs> when she realizes that the, the uh, Viscount doesn't want to marry the uh, lady. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> it's it's a really, it's a, it's like a kind of subtle Dutch angle. And I was like, I haven't seen a Dutch angle used that great in a long time. I was <laughs> like, you go, you go, Bridget. Oh, my God, you noticed it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When, I when it's it. good enough, you notice it. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, because that's the moment she realizes that her world's upside down. I was like, good for them. Like, that's great. Oh. These people, these people really so know what they're doing. So matches what they're doing. Oh. Yeah, not to go on the Bridget. No, you're, train, yeah, but, but when you... When when what the camera's doing is putting you into the emotional shoes of the character, that's great. So, but that's what I'm saying is you don't get a lot of that in no, yeah. some of the movies that are in the tiers that we're living in right now. So, that, uh, again, amazing. Um, so that was the, the cinematography aspect. Yes. Now, the last order of discussion we have on here is I, I put it as um, 
George's mystery bomb. Oh, <laughs> well, no. So, <laughs> the thing I is, I don't know if bomb's the right word, but it is. A no, George it's. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I guess the the. I guess the that's the thing that I really felt like was to me uh, com- watching it this time was the most special to, sort of experience of it was. Well, first of all, I don't know. Part of it, a big part of what I'm thinking about is the monsters, which I don't know that we've given enough. We, I mean, the fact that we're this far in the house episode and haven't talked about the fish is not right. So <laughs> yeah, we talk about, sword, can we just talk about because I'm the monster design is is a big part of what I think is like. But what I think is going to be ultimately really special about this is that the movies like this become more memorable over time, mm-hmm. and that I think this movie is migrating and it's on a journey that's going to get really more interesting for it. And I can't wait to see what happens as the anniversaries of this movie comes up and people like re-experience the movie because this one is special. It's weird, right? But I have good news for you too as well. A surprise you probably already know because you you may or may not remember from your YouTube thing you watched. Um, There are so many people on our page telling us that House 2 is better. Nuh-uh. So many. Oh, that makes me so excited. There are so many comments right now under this thing telling us that house two is is better than this one. No way. So cool. So right. We have like, I don't know where it's rated. I haven't even looked it up yet. It might be in our radar. We could probably check in real time and see if this is like, I'm going to look, look but I wanted to tell you fresh because I, it was like a, you know, a surprise, um, experience, but okay. Well, house two is, is, is 7%. So it is. Definitely, oh my God. <laughs> we are good. It's 7% if we make it. rotten tomatoes. Okay. What? Oh, uh, 31% oh, Metacritic. Metacritic. Okay, so it's not, it's not, it's not Metacritic. too far. It's in the single digits. Holy crap. Yeah. And so many people. Music are... by. Oh yes. Harry Manfredini. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, Go figure. this one was, directed so I can't by. wait to see who's it directed by, uh, Ethan Wiley. Uh, he did. Oh, oh God! Wait, he th- did the soundtrack for Jason X. <laughs> Is that right? Well, I, whatever. I, I'm telling you, I don't want to spoil it, so I don't even research anymore. I just want to go to it fresh. But like, I'm excited because usually franchises plane downward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So the fact that we we well, needed a, something good to watch later in the tier and the group picked for us a movie that not only was great but is feeding us a surefire pick later. Because I cannot wait to watch House 2. After seeing the image, the video I watched on YouTube was definitely for House 2. And I don't remember (laughs) anything about it. Because I remember the monster and it kind of looked on on first glance. um, Reminded me of Bubba Hotep. Just because it had a hat and... It oh, I've like, never seen that in my life. I mean, yeah. I've, I've not in detail. The, t- the tagline, <laughs> it gets weirder. <laughs> Dude, I'm so ready for this. So that, I am excited that that will be uh, on our radar was the was the surprise. And I honestly, there, all we can do, to to me, all, all I can tell you is the performances are way better. The flaws are way weirder <laughs> than yeah. I thought. What else is here for this? What do we need to cover for this? So I would just watch mini it. masterpiece. I, I just watch it again. Like I, <laughs> I, I will, I will, I will actively try to find like a film screening of it here in LA to get that experience yep. because I know it will still hold up. I will still have a great time. It will be time well invested, money well invested. Mm. Um, no, I, I, I really like this one. Now you asked me last night after we watched it, do I like this more or Chud more? Right. 
I still think I like Chud more, but I'm really uh, interesting. I'm really I I I love the two actors, the one guy from Home Alone who just died, and then the robber. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. I, I I you know because I well, really and you, the Chud experience was really fun. Yeah, the the, fun, the experience we had watching it was a blast. Yeah, that was that was a good one. I still like Chud a little more, but this one really. Uh, That's interesting because I really like this more. <laughs> I could see I I totally. But you that you that can guess that for me. I, but I don't I don't think that's the wrong answer. I totally see why. The, because this has way more of like whatever that mystical phantasm DNA is. The, yes. The the thing that you sprinkle on a movie and even though you can see cracks and flaws, it's fine. Right. <laughs> and and it's doing something unique that something else can't do. That was the other thing, is like with the movie, like because it was so um Kind of like like a fun chaotic kind mm-hmm. of feeling. I never question anything. Like, right. I never question like the logic of this or right. anything like that. Or like yeah. like how come you know the kid didn't you know freak out when the monsters dragged him up? He didn't tell his mom. How did the mom not know anything? Like, no, you can't start to question. Man. Yeah, don't, like I did, but I but I never I never. <laughs> Which you never did, right? Uh, yeah, some movies you're like, well, that's weird. Why were they dead? With House, no. I was just like, whatever you throw at me, <laughs> I, I'm here for. Because, the well, the thing is, it's not quite that bad. Because that's not a pass you quite want to write for for movies. But it is. It, but not all movies get that. Right. No, they don't. This is special. Right. But that's what I'm saying is, like, it got you to the point. <laughs> this amazing point where George Wendt is cowering. Before a closet door, and you're, 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 the visual is just a rope attached to a knob on a, on a closet door, and they're hiding behind cameras with guns and, and like trying to do some kind of like thing the Boy Scouts would think was lame to, <laughs> right. like, to try to trap a creature, and nothing else can give you the, cho- the choices, don't make sense how you get there. But George Wen's face and how he flees and what his character does after that are so amazing you can't trade it for anything no <laughs> even about even if you could bring david fincher in and have him film that sequence it would be immeasurably better than what's on there but it would be worse for the movie yeah <laughs> right yeah no the movie the movie did everything right in the oh, books i such a good experience so so where do we rate it so it was 44 percent on metacritic and i think rotten right. tomatoes i think it was it was like oh. higher i think it was like 55 or something like that yeah it was 57 i think yeah where do you where do you rate house? Um, house. I, there is no way. This feels like a strong eighty two. Eighty two. Eighty two percent. Just because, I, you know, I mean, it's unreal how, like, so much how so many good things in different categories of things that movies can do actually happen here that I didn't expect. Eighty two. 78 and i don't know what the fuck that means but that just that just feels right i don't know how to describe it like if, if someone put a gun on my head and says what does 78 mean? I'm, I'm with you dude. i don't know but that's just what it feels no i think it's i think it's absolutely i think it's right i think and when you average it it's 80 yeah i think and I, yeah to me it was like it was like high 70s right. like that's just I don't know why it that's made just, the eight tier that's and, just and, how i and felt. it deserves to be in the eight tier yeah yeah there are things that are so a couple of things that don't date that well and, and you know, et cetera. And right. But just the experience of a viewer in this time, like in this moment, the way it played out. Oh, chef's kiss. I love it. I love it. So if you love house, 1980, whatever, whatever, whatever freaking ding year, dong, we don't know. Ding dong. Whatever movie this year came out, let us know in an iTunes review. We would really appreciate it. We've had, well, we had the one riddle that we solved. That's right. 
I don't really have a fun game for them. You know what? I have a fun I, game. I, oh, you're good? No. Well, I wouldn't know. I, I like games. Mine would be, because this is one of the most amazing horror marketing and tagline. I want to know what their favorite horror taglines are. Oh, I was going to just say, give us a five-star review and just comment ding dong. Oh. <laughs> that's so easy. That's so easy. Dude, that's easy. By the time, way by the time, <laughs> so I'm going to cut and start playing the end music. And by the time the end music is done, you can have that review up there. <laughs> bing, bing bong, ding dong. Completely correct. All right. Well, until next time, stay scary. Watch a bunch of horror movies. We'll see you guys at 43% or we'll probably have another episode up soon. If it's not how low can we go, it's probably something new that we wanted to, wanted yes. to check out. But if for you want to keep going go, down 43%, give us suggestions at the Facebook page. Find us on there. It's always a good time. See you next time.